You are listening to the Bad Dudes vs. Podcast, hosted by Neo Draven and Fox Rider. Oh, it's all going go. crazy. There we go. So, well, here we are, another well, episode. Better late than never. It's been a lovely day. We've had a, a few laughs. We've told a few stories, but that's the end of the pod podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Podcast. Um. So this is the bad dudes versus podcast. Yes, it is. What you up to? With me, Fox Rider. <laughs> uh oh. And I'm Neo Draven. <laughs> yeah, what have I been up to? Well, it's been a funny old morning. I've just been playing a bit of Halo, uh, working my way through that, um, ready for our online session, which will take place. Do you know, I think. One day we'll invest a bit of time and set something up so that all of our massive podcast fans and group out there can uh, watch us on uh, on the YouTubes and on some videos and Twitches and stuff, you know. But no, that's a really good idea. I think people would be real, 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 real. Uh oh, interested, <laughs> interested to join us on a Definitely. live. That's it, because the the hits for the podcast are going through the roof. They're phenomenal. We've got (laughs) people considering listening all over the world. (laughs) And that's what matters. That's what matters in the end. That's all you need. Hey, and I tell you, the main thing is, at least we're getting the support from the family. It's good to have the brothers listening. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Big big thanks indeed. (laughs) Thumbs up, guys. Thumbs up. So, um, yeah, other than that, not a lot going on. Nice mm. and tasty in a sandwich. Nice and tasty in a sandwich. Well, I haven't been up to much either, to be honest. I've uh, woken up. I've been out. I got some beers. Done a bit of gaming. Not Halo, though. I've been playing Minute, Minute, Minute. minute. What's, where what's you minute? just control a little black and white duck looking thing and you have 60 seconds before your character dies and in that 60 seconds you've got to achieve zelda like goals you know like the game zelda yeah uh, but you've got to achieve little goals and there are little checkpoints dotted around the map that you can use to house yourself but then after 60 yeah. seconds you die and go back to that house again and then you've got to make your way it's quite clever actually it's quite a sounds, sounds infuriating thing. it's actually not Huh? It really isn't. It's a, one of these procedurally generated things where it's slightly no, different. No, no, it's all, it's all always the same. So there's none of that. Right. And just little puzzles. You just got to achieve, like, finding a sword that allows you to break trees. And then when you've done that, you can go into areas to find other objects to help characters. You know, exactly like Zelda, mm. but with a 60-second timer. So is there, um, is it one of these things where, can you can you complete it? Like, you know, we yeah, can get everything done? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Cool. That sounds yeah, good. It's, it's quite. Uh, I'm not sure why he's got 60 seconds. I mean, it's something almost supernatural about it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Something oh. spooky. That's nice. With it not being anywhere near Halloween, I think it's the perfect time to maybe tell some spooky stories of real life ghost experiences and mm. supernatural experiences that have plagued our lives ever since we were tiny. Since since we were born. 
And we've had we've had a few. We've had a few. Yeah, yeah, we have had a few. So how far back? Where we where should we start with all of this then? I think I think one of the first supernatural experiences I always remember was um, you and your um, spooky ghosts you seen out of the <laughs> house that we had in Home Street. Mind, I was quite young and I never really knew. I, I could never put it down to anything, but these days I think it was just a dream. But it all began on a on a cold, a cold, frosty evening. Back hey, in... describe the bedroom you were in as well. I think you had a lovely bedroom with just wardrobes, didn't you? It was all wardrobes, and for some reason I was by myself one night. You and other brother, not other not brother, yeah. <laughs> were in a bedroom. I was on my own in another bedroom, and yeah, I was kind of in the middle. It didn't make any sense because I'll see what you know. Other brother was older, you were older again, and as the youngest brother, I got to have my own room. <laughs> yeah, but what was really hilarious was our room was nice and light. We had Thundercats wallpaper, right? We had this nice little alcove. We had toys and everything like that. You had this room which was just full of Victorian wardrobes with a bed in the middle, no wall space. And just wardrobes full of coats and clothes and stuff. <laughs> and then a view from the window, which just was spooky no matter what, because it went down like an alcovey bit to the sides of the house. So yeah. um, I think that's probably why it was so spooky, because, yeah. And then it's it quite close to a it was quite close to a church or something at that end, wasn't it? Isn't there something um, at Addiston? No. I'm sure there is. It was, a spooky, it was a spooky lumber mill on the other side of the wall, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was that lumber mill then. Yeah, they, they had lumber in there. You could get all the <laughs> lumber you wanted. Not lumber, lumber. And if you chopped the lumber, the lumber, you could chop it into maybe torches. Or... Yeah, you had to cut it, first of all, into thin, five thin strips. Yeah, exactly. Or you could use the lumber itself to help build a wall, a house a wooden house wall yeah i think our um our back garden had um, mostly red brick and then dad for some reason used silverfish bricks to do the wall at the back <laughs> so there's a lot because of silver they, they lit up when he went outside <laughs> yeah i suppose he had to when think he, ahead when he, touched them, when he touched them everything lit up it was crazy do you think that's that might have been what you saw that fateful night when you uh gazed out of your bedroom window as a little tiny what five years old by yourself in a victorian cupboard room <laughs> <laughs> full, of, full of dolls yeah it could, could have been i always remember it being do you remember the game forbidden forest yeah yeah it's, it's the one level i don't know it's about four or five enemies in and it's the spooky ghost with the face that when oh, he shoots his face he goes oh. and then the pictures start oh. disappearing no that he, he, that was a devil wasn't it that was just a head that comes down Oh, is this a different face in it? I remember there was a ghost. Yeah, this like was the ghost. Breath. This was the ghost that had the kind of the gap and then... Yeah, the hood and stuff, yeah? Yeah, that's the one. So that's the type of ghost I remember seeing as a young child out at the window. So you, you've seen death lurking Probably. around that garden. <laughs> He's just hanging about, looking around the lumber mill, climbing over our... All over the silverfish. Silver <laughs> yeah, that's it. Into the glowing back garden round the torches that are set up and then the plank plank house that we had built and were living in what i should have done is maybe set up a rope and a post and then i could have attached it to to death <laughs> and then had a, a rope posted death 
that I could. Yeah, could have kept it. You've got probably about 50 quid as well, like from the science organisations out there for your uh, capture of Death himself. Of Jeff. That's his name. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Jeff Death. Jeff Death. And I could probably get an achievement achievement for it too. Yeah, 10 Microsoft points. (laughs) I don't know. That house was kind of creepy. I mean, it was, I think it was, I don't know whether you could ever remember the previous house we were in or whether you were born then. I seem to remember there being a house that didn't have a bathroom or a bath or a, yeah, it was just a, 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 I don't know, a tub in the living room. Yeah, that was actually the same house that uh, you were just we were just oh, talking about. Oh God, well that's as far back as I can think. I can't remember. I think the bathroom was downstairs. I remember us all, me, you, mum, dad, hot like <laughs> silver tub thing in the living room, back room yeah. with those um, carbon monoxide fire, so we all felt kind of dreamy before we went to bed. Um, but the previous house we were in was in this, it was a really awesome house that had a basement, which was later converted into a block of flats. That house was fucking creepy. I mean, there was nothing, not at the supernatural part yet, but that house was fucking creepy. Mm. And I remember um, as a child being too afraid to look when I was coming down the stairs. Now, if mum and dad seen what I was doing and if I see my own kids doing what I was doing, I'd flip out. But what I used to do is our coach used to be kept upstairs so whenever we went out, mum always said to me, Carl, go and get the, uh, or whatever my name is on this, go and get the coats. <laughs> Reginald, Reginald Griffin. She'd go, Reginald Gryffindor, go and get the coats from upstairs. And I'd go and get them, but I'd put the coats over my head just in case anything spooky was on the stairs. You imagine, I was six years old with five coats over my head coming down really steep Victorian house stairs, like, because that house was so old. Um, plus we had, like I said, spooky basement. The wallpaper in the house was all Japanese ladies with parasols and stuff. It was an amazing house, isn't it? But Jesus Christ, it was creepy. And then we moved into the most inconspicuous house, and that's where all the fucking stuff started kicking off, really. Mm. So that was uh, in good old Saint Satan Village, Saint Athen Village. Saint Athen Village, my Saint God. Athens. But yeah, things were really fucking mad there. Like, so I mean, yeah, I mean, do you want to start off with the clock story? Yeah, I'm trying to remember going back because we were all in, uh, we were all in because it was a house. Yes, yeah, at Village, we had a house with two living rooms, and uh, there's obviously a, ch- a chimney between the two rooms, and the clock was attached to the wall. Mm. With the chimney behind it, and I think we were all in the one living room whilst mum and dad. Someone was there. I think yeah. someone had to visit, and they were in the uh, the spare living room. And then I think the bin, for some reason, we had a little plastic bin that was just in the middle of the room mm. on the floor, rather than being in the corner of the room. It was all perfectly set up for such a moment. But anyway, I think it was it was that weird setup that made it quite weird that there was just a sudden, not even a bang. It just sort of happened at the clock, rather than just falling and just as you would expect a clock to do with standard gravity to just go whoosh, down it the wall. Sort of yeah. shot across the room and face down into the bin perfectly yeah right in the middle of the room and it was oh. it was messed up so it was just a normal like clock that was hanging off a nail on the wall but i think the thing that was always strange about the house was 
it was always like you had some sort of a white noise in the background all the time. And, and the only time I ever heard anything like it was when the Paranormal Activity films come out and you get that weird low sound. And it was really weird because that's what you would get in that house. It was just like, I don't know, it was like a charge all the time just behind your ears. You could just mm. feel it there, just the pressure. But yeah, I mean, I had there was loads of things. I think the biggest and most creepy one for me... Well, there was a couple of creepy, really creepy ones. There was the speeded up voice thing, which I'll never forget, which was just messed up. And that was, I'd woken up in the middle of the night. And at that point, it was me, you and our other brother. And me and our other brother were in a bunk bed on one side of the room and you were on the other side. And you'd often hear people walking back from the pub talking to each other and stuff as they were walking past the house and we could hear these people talking um i was wide awake you were completely fast asleep and the voices suddenly sounded like somebody had sped them up and it was really messed up because our brother heard it as well and the two of us were like what the hell is that right and it just stopped abruptly went really really quiet and then we could just hear breathing really loud by the curtains, just so, so loud. And the two of us were like, like, I remember I was just sweating. I was just so fucking scared. So I took the plank off the side of the bed and started hitting you to wake you up. Like, um, So there was a plank of wood which was on the side of the bed to stop me falling off the top bunk. And it could be slid up and out. And yeah. that was to allow if you needed to change the bed in and things like that. But I used it for waking you up. So took it off, hit you. When you woke up, the moment you woke up, everything stopped. It just stopped completely. Um, and then there was, I did actually hear the speeded up voices again one other time when I moved into the bedroom downstairs, but nothing weird happened at that point. But then there was the weird one where, I always had the dog in the bedroom with me, our dog, Honey, and mm. Honey wouldn't come into the bedroom. And I had, I used to stay up a little bit later. Mum and dad would go off to bed. And where the bedroom was, it was like a, an outhouse extension built onto the house. And there was a toilet down there as well. So you had like a little corridor you went in. To the left was my bedroom and to the right was the downstairs toilet. And what I used to do was I used to put the light of my bedroom on so that it was on ready for when I went in there. And then I put the light of the toilet on to go in, use the toilet. But when I came out, the light was actually off in my bedroom. So I went to, I think I turned it on. I think I had turned it on. But anyway, I went to turn my television on. And as I lifted my hand to press the power button, the TV just turned on by itself. So I was kind of like, I don't know, I felt really disorientated. Everything was a bit weird. Mm. And I tried to get Honey to go into the bedroom and she just wouldn't go in. And if I don't know if you can remember, but I had the uh, fridge in my bedroom at the time as well. <laughs> yeah, I remember the fridge. I took out a packet of ham and took a piece of ham and put it on the floor and Honey still wouldn't come in. She just sat there. Mm. Um, so I was really freaked out. And I went up to tell mum. Mum was just sitting up in bed. And before I even said anything, she just went, something went past me on the stairs as I was going to bed mm. earlier and I it was just it was just messed up like it was just so fucking weird Freaky. so um there was that there was 
there was a time where dad came down and told me off for putting the television on in the back room and having it on full volume um that was absolutely nothing to do with me and there's no reason why mum and dad would have gone to bed leaving the television on on yeah. full volume um i woke up like dad was just stood at the door going what the fuck and it wasn't me i hadn't done it and then we had the um random shit that kept happening with the phones as well on there like they kept clap. so they just kept clicking all the time just constantly clicking mm. it was always interference and dad Clip took all the problems of the phones haven't they as well regardless yeah. of the phone they've ever got has always had some weird yeah weird goings on even though they're you know perfectly good phones yeah that's it so i think even even when dad took all the wires up and everything like that to check and put new wires down. So rather than them being underneath the carpet, you had them going around the wall and stuff like that. It still, still had interference, still had issues. So the point that even dad, who was a skeptic, even he started to turn around and go, this, this is just too weird now. Like, um, <laughs> cause it always sounded like somebody else had picked a phone up at the same yeah. time. So, and you could hear it, even if you phoned from outside the house, it sounded like someone else had picked the phone up at the same time as either mum or dad like so um yeah. i know mum always mentioned about there always been something with her seeing or thinking that she saw her mum mm. uh, yeah coming down the stairs at one point yeah. i can't remember what she was doing she must have been sort of doing something in the kitchen or the you know the downstairs kind of hallway area and i think she remembered saying that she could remember and she kind of felt i think it was more of a feeling that she knew it was a mum despite not being able to kind of see yeah who it was what it was she just had this kind of comforting feeling i think she remember i remember her saying yeah yeah no it was it's, there was a lot a lot of weird things um i'm trying to think there was there was another one as well one time and it was really subtle but it was um the christmas decorations i remember um watching them sway swaying and then stopping but they were swaying. And then the next one in line as if something was brushing up against it, um, made all of the Christmas decorations move one time. And it wasn't even like it was a draft because it walked in a particular, it kind of went in a particular pattern around the hallway and things. And then towards the stairs. Um, I think it was just generally the sense of dread that always used to be there. I haven't, I gotta be honest. I haven't noticed it so much anymore when I go there, but there really was back when, even right up to when I brought my um, partner there and who's now my wife. Um, when we went there, even she got just this horrible feeling all the time and just didn't feel comfortable, especially at night, you know, it was creepy and um, yeah. And then there was, did you ever hear him as well? Like the, um, the sky trumpet sound as well. So it sounded like just huge pieces of metal being bent in the sky and stuff. It just no, I said, like... but never heard them. I always had kind of quite an interest in kind of spooky. So not necessarily kind of spooky ghosts, but the whole kind of spooky UFOs and graves yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, it's weird. Cause I think I never got the, never heard the voices that you mentioned. So despite being in the same room and the two of you hearing something, I never mm. heard, you know, I was able to sleep right through it. And funny enough, yeah. I'm the, kind of the weakest sleeper as it is at the best of times. Um, but likewise, I think I always had that dread feeling as well. I never, never felt comfortable moving from room to room with the light off. You always had to make yeah. sure the light was on. And it's even better now that you've got Philips Hue sensors in the house here that you can just wander around and not have to worry about turning That's light it. switches on. But then it's just the concern of a light switch coming on. It being a big black alien grey or a big spooky... <laughs> 
spirit going or or a ghost alien gray doing a wibbly head like just <laughs> oh, his head, no. like in that interview video yeah so, yeah <laughs> that was it i think yeah, um, trumpets you were saying yeah so, no i i I always connected them to UFOs because I was the same, always, always fascinated. And then those days, it was the height of like X-Files, the alien autopsy video had just come out. Um, Fire in the Sky had come out with Travis Walton's alien abduction case. So it was really always like it was big. It was a big thing then. And I remember, you know, I used to walk down the beach because um, yeah. we had the beach quite close to us. And I remember going down there at night and every now and again, you'd sort of look up and you'd really think, shit, do you know, I wouldn't stand a chance. If a, if a UFO came <laughs> down right now, or even if it came out of the water, I was actually found it more creepy that something massive could come out of the water. Well, um, I could remember terror from the deep. That's it, could it, be, so. it could be lobster men. It could be sectoids. The USOs rather than UFOs, so under what is it, unidentified submerged objects. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I I did. I always found that a bit creepy, and I remember hearing the the noises, and I remember telling people about them, and nobody at the time took it serious. Like people really, they they just said, oh, you know, it's nothing really um they said oh it could be passing vehicles passing cars but if you do a search now if you go on to um youtube and if you do a search for sky trumpets or something like that it it actually makes my stomach turn because they are the exact noises that i heard i heard them easily five or six times um and it's mad because they are so loud and they are echoing right across the sky, you know. I'd never heard anything like it. And like we were saying there about the whole UFO thing, it used to freak the shit out of me, you know. Yeah, definitely. We had a uh, when we used to, so we used to kind of spend a lot of time kind of traveling to Michelle's sister and husband uh, for concerts and things like that. And there was one that we went to Brighton, um, you know, normal concert stage in a hotel in the middle of Brighton. And it was a weird situation. We didn't never ne- didn't necessarily see anything, but I think in the middle of the night, say one to o'clock, there was a god almighty bang, um, you know, like almost like a, a sonic boom of some sort. And it was one of those mm. ones where you kind of thought maybe it was fireworks or something like that. And obviously I heard it, Ollie heard it, or yeah. the other guy, the other guy heard it. I'll, I'll edit some of these voices out. <laughs> names. You'll edit the voice. Edit those voices I'll out. Edit so it's just voices out. So it's just names. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember it being a big thing then. That when we looked online, you looked on, you know, on kind of the news and that kind of thing. That apparently, like loads of other people heard this bang across like the waters because mm-hmm. obviously you're kind of right on the coastline. But yeah. you know, heard this kind of god almighty sonic boom sound, and it was kind of something that was heard all the way across kind of the area that we were. And again, you mm-hmm. kind of like kind of you know link it up with maybe kind of experimental planes or UFOs yeah. or weird spaceships. I I don't know. It's yeah. As you've um, as you've got older and that now, what are you what are your thoughts on the likes of UFOs and alien abduction and shit like that? I don't know. I don't I don't believe in uh, I don't necessarily believe so much in spirits and ghosts these days. Um, mm. And certainly UFOs is one of those I think I would it's need tricky, to see. I'd need to see my own proof and evidence. Now I think I've become sort of so kind of tough on the whole thing that unless I yeah. physically see something, I'm sort of 
Whatever. That's it. See, but that's and that's why it's a conundrum because, like, mm. I I'm the same. I think there was a point in time where even till until I was during my 30s and stuff, you know, um, alien thing. Like, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd really start thinking about it, you know. And it was just the fear of if if that sort of shit was going on, how little you could do about it, you know. And it was at a time where I was listening to a lot of um, or reading a lot of stuff about aliens and things like that. And I think in the end, it just sort of sank into my head and became something that was just always niggling there. But the same as you there, I I don't actually believe in alien abduction or anything anymore. But you know what? I'm still... I still think that there's things like, you know, I still think that there was something more than weather balloons at Roswell. You've got those, mm. you've seen those US Navy videos that came out, which are officially showing, you know, showing yeah. UFOs. They've, they've come out and gone, we don't know what these are. So, you know, I think there is stuff which is possibly like, you know, unexplained in that way. The ghost thing is awkward as well, because <clears throat> I quite happily walk around my house in the middle of the middle of the night. I go for my run and I walk around the graveyard, uh, you know, before the sun's up and things like that. And I don't believe it's weird. I don't believe in ghosts. However, I can never explain what happened in no, the house, not, you know, really. and I and when I think of it, I start to think a little bit more now that I think the likes of spirits and things like that are going to turn out to be some sort of a science. So in the same as the olden days of things where they would say it was gods and angels and things. And, you know, it turns out that, you know, it's just the way that the sun moves, you know, that sunrise and sunset mm. and things. Um, I do think that things like quantum physics, quantum entanglement and things like that are going to be an explanation for a lot of <laughs> weird things that have happened, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still watch UFO things and still listen to a lot of the sort of documentaries and podcasts about it, but it's more of an entertainment now rather than previously where I was like, Oh fuck, I need to get as much knowledge as I can about this shit. You know, got to prepare, become a survivalist, get some guns, underground base, corned beef, hash, lots of corned beef, hash tins. Just but, I mean, yeah, there was a UFO on the skies in uh, Bristol, wasn't there? What was that? Incredible incredible strange flying object filmed in bristol it was fully mm-hmm. an, you know, an article that came up today uh, a cigar shaped ufo thing they call cool. it ufo that it could be a flying saucer and there is a picture but it's the classic i think it's like a video that someone took of it be, you know they'd be in a boat in the coastline and then there'd be in something up in the uh, up in the sky and they do the super zoom and then it all gets yeah. a bit uh, a bit <laughs> but you know people say they saw it and yeah, silver, a silver, shiny shape hovering behind a cargo ship. Mind, it could have just been a, a tugboat. Could have been another boat. It's just like that perspective <laughs> of things, you know, is a bit. Yeah, especially, over. you know, we've had all the hazy weather and all the, you know, the spooky, spooky smoke and God knows what out there. I don't know. Last well, you get that weird, like, light refra- refraction and stuff yeah. like that, don't you? So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I still um, I still find it all very interesting. I think it's one of those things where, um, like, because I'm an atheist and I know that when I die, it's going to be just eternal blackness. You just kind of hope that maybe somebody will be able to um, ca- 
capture proof of something like a ghost or spook, <laughs> spooky aliens before you die so that you can kind of go you can go to death thinking Phew. you can just go oh yeah i'm gonna be a ghost but then you run into the problem of one day earth will not be here it'll be blown up and then what happens to all the ghosts you just float around space and then one day space will be gone and then what happens jesus black black hole new dimension meta dimensions that's what it'll be we'll all be be... called into separate dimensions where hamburgers eat us and chairs sit on dogs or like hamburgers will have two buns and bread in the middle it'll be that kind of weird place fish fingers will have crispy crumb on the inside and fish on the outside (laughs) these things like what's going on (laughs) why are you keeping the crispy crumb soft and squidgy in the middle (laughs) you've got bread paste inside this fish but it could be that the physiolog the the physiological restraints on that dimension might mean that when you do bake something it becomes crunchier in the middle and softer on the outside yeah they've got everything they're like we've got no choice but to put crunchy things inside moist things otherwise they become squidgy if they're put on the outside (laughs) so if they put crispy crumb on that fish the crispy crumb becomes soft and then the fish becomes crunchy on the inside (laughs) it's like i can't eat any of these things even when you pan fry like you pan fry onion (laughs) It starts off ultra crunchy and until you start cooking it and get that caramelization, it becomes softer. You have to call it uncaramelization because everything starts off black and caramelized. (laughs) There's a lot of of carbon in that dimension. (laughs) You have to use anti-cooking oil, which is instead of it being soft and oily, is gritty like sand. What do you do? Scrape, get an olive and scrape the olive like a, on a, a cheese grater or something. Grate that in. Mm. I'll just throw it in whole. Yeah, I think I'll just stay as a ghost in this dimension for now and just deal with the end of the universe yeah. when it crosses. What it. happens if you've been uh, a ghost for too long? Are you likely to turn into some kind of ven- vengeful spirit, though? Oh, I'm going to become the new Jeebus. Lord Jeebus. I don't know, maybe you get promoted. Actually, knowing the way that life is on Earth anyway, with promotions and work and all that, that ain't going to happen when you're a ghost either. You'll get no appreciation for the amount of people that you've scared or haunted. <laughs> if anything, you'll be just demoted to fairy or something like that instead. It'd be like, like a, a Beetlejuice situation. That's it. They'll be like, now listen you, you've done it you've done a great job all right you appreciate it but unfortunately uh this campaign has to end now so um we've got a couple of roles down with the fairies if you want to be a fairy or you can be a wood nymph so you can be a little wood nymph or you can be a loch ness monster <laughs> but you're never allowed to never allowed to be spotted if you're spotted yep. it's an instant dismissal yep you have to go and deal with anubis he's just waiting like sorry you're gonna have to go and see anubis he is not impressed he's seen that you were using youtube when you weren't supposed to be so um he's he's gonna be uh putting his wrath upon you but you could argue that you were trying to get some ideas as a loch ness monster for how to be spotted without being seen that's it just go like listen i was looking i was looking for a way so that people could only ever get blurry photos of me with their cameras no matter how fucking far into the future we go Mm. They're like Anubis is like, 
Yeah, but you could be doing that in your own time, not during work time. So um, you're not paid to be looking at YouTube videos. Are you, what would you, be, what would you be being paid in, though? Probably uh, Rupels. <laughs> Rupels that you can trade in for for free visits on Earth, free walking visits. You can be a spooky um, walking ghost. And as much chicken legs as you need to keep your um, hearts up as well, because you don't want to be losing them hearts. Uh, chicken legs or roast beef dinner. <laughs> steaming as well. Always steaming. <laughs> but you've got to break a wall open first. I get you, most of my food from punching. roast beef dinner from punching a wall. Punching a bin and then there's a pizza there. And then I'm like, I'm eating that. That's fucking great. <laughs> and then I just feel my energy go up. Got to be honest, so hour later, my energy's near just one after eating that pizza from the bin. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. And I tell you one thing, if I try and do like a jump in spin kick, my energy goes straight down as well. So I have to make sure that I don't use my yeah, specials. I've never understood that myself. It's weird. <laughs> I'm OK as long as my special doesn't connect with anyone. But the moment that special connects, Ooh. my energy goes straight down. So you've got to yeah. be you got to take all this into consideration when you die. Yep. Well. So that's uh, any, anything else supernatural? That well, I've had nothing, nothing supernatural happened, like, in this new house yeah, we're on living now. Like. I mean, we're in an old, an old Victorian house, about 80 years, six, well, 78 years old. I don't know. Nothing ever happens here, so... Have you tried? I've tried making something happen. I've stood there and furiously shaken, shaken both of my fists and sort of screams, come on! Have you, have you tried adding some bad mojo to the house by slapping your wife every time she tries to sleep? Uh, that's probably where I'm going wrong, actually. Yeah. I'll draw some, some demonic symbols on the walls. and With feces as well and then deny mm. that it's even yours. Even if it does smell like yesterday's dinner, just be like, that's not mine. The ghost must have punched the bin and had some of the same yeah. food that we had. <laughs> Goddamn ghosts. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I, um, I'll tell you a funny joke. What do you get yeah. if you uh, if you kill a ghost? Uh, I don't know, actually. Ghost blood, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call stripy curtains? Because it's got ants on it, of course. <laughs> oh, those are classics. And they never get old either. They don't. They don't, don't get old. So, well, looks like this podcast going to be shorter than the others, but I think it was fun to freestyle for a while. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a nice, uh, a nice supernatural episode. Yeah, and I think it was kind of a, a glimpse into our lives as well. So that was that's that's gonna be nice for all of our fans mm. out there to listen to. Yeah, well, thanks everyone out there. Really appreciate the feedback and <laughs> and, and the commiserations. Commiserations to all of you. Hope your covids are all going good. Hey, let's let's while we're on you, yeah, let's let's get a little like, a covid anger out. What's your covid uh, updates? How's that going for you? Yeah, COVID's great. So I remember walking to work on Tuesday. Uh, it was quite hot, lovely day. Did my work, walking back. 12 to 15 teenage girls all playing loud music or grouped together, forcing other people into the side of the path and not bothering to cross the road and just nice. acting like everything's all fucking hunky-dory and normal. Nice one, bitches. 
<laughs> so that was that was good. The other one is like you know when you kind of go to you you go for a walk and people now seem to walk on both sides of the path the same way, and yeah. no one will decide to make the decision as to maybe one of them should move to the other side of the path so that you can kind of have almost this one way system. Um, yeah, that's weird. And fucking idiot shopping in Primark. Fucking idiot uh-huh. shopping in Primark in any shop really. And yet, I still can't go and see my parents in their fucking house. Yep. Well, it's, you got the, the, the great rules now that you can go and get a tattoo if you want, but you can't go to the gym. <clears throat> you know, that's a good yeah. one. That's, that's a good one. And then, yeah, the same as you were saying there, it seems like the courtesy's gone out the window now of people trying to give space. You, you've got people that, because they don't care anymore, they it's the same as you know when people are smoking and people smoking do my head in you know like if you're waiting for the bus and that because you might as well be doing the equivalent like just farting directly into my face constantly because i I don't want your cigarette smoke anywhere near me but because they're happy as larry like smoking and stinking before they go to work and that you know they don't consider other people and the same things happen now with people that have kind of given up on distancing they've kind of gone totally well i don't care i'm just going to carry on walking towards you and it's just no respect now as well you know for people like us who, who do you know what until i see proper numbers dropping down and a fucking cure i don't want anyone near me i want everyone to just fuck off just keep away numbers are sneakily going up again in various places aren't they you know they're yep. talking about the us where there's kind of the odd numbers going up in wales i think there were certain numbers kind of creeping up a little um yeah you know we're just waiting for that secondary spike and particularly with all these kind of events that keep going on where people still grouped together in large numbers getting down to beaches ogmore beach there were big fights down there so obviously everyone's kind of punching their corona into other people's faces and then there's bloody the corona hell? launching all over the place i tell you the uh, we took a walk today um and in around the uh, well around where we live mm. they got these uh, these new signs up that basically yeah. um instead of having sort of two people and saying stay apart they have a male icon and a female icon and it just says stay apart like it doesn't really explain right. anything about what's going on it's basically just a like you know like you know like on a toilet yeah. a male logo and a female yeah. logo on a toilet it just says stay apart so essentially saying that men, men keep away from the women can't stay together just <laughs> stay apart brilliant so That's you know brilliant. good good many good many invested there in uh in covid uh, for god's sake yeah I don't know. Got the pubs all doing their thing now as well and putting drunk people together. I mean, that's that's a great idea yeah. doing that, you know, yeah, because, you know, how is it going to work in the toilets? They need to limit, like, if pubs open, they need to limit people's drinks. They can't just kind of have people getting absolutely bladdered and then thinking yeah. that everyone's going to just kind of be hunky-dory and keep apart and all that because people will really get to such a point where they'll just be, like, I don't know, hugging and kissing and pumping yeah. that corona into each other um you'll have drunkards it'll get so bloody bladdered that they'll need you know any they'll need nhs ambulances to come and help them i say i mean they'll need like resuscitation because they've just been there drinking glasses of jaeger all day mm. having the best time until they stand up and get the what i call the jaeger sways when you suddenly go oh okay <laughs> all right then maybe seven jaegers jaeger chasers on the back of those pints of stella <laughs> were really not a good idea and then next thing you know 
they're trying to hug someone to try and get them to help them and it's like the uh, guy who's melting at the end of robocop they're like help me jaeger pouring out of their face (laughs) bubbling out of their mouth like black oil and the person that they're hugging onto just gets angry and just punches them in the head because they're like get away from me you drunk bastard that person topples back fucking hits a table with a couple are trying to like spooch and have a nice time fucking brown covid spraying out his face Luckily, there's a plastic protective screen there that stops them from falling into the couple, but it falls oh, gonna... against the plastic and smashes brown and black COVID all over the bla- all over the plastic screen. I'm sure if you hit that plastic screen hard enough, it's going to buckle and leave like a really sharp shard that just sticks into like the the couple, like the wife into her throat. She starts screaming. Her blood mixes with the COVID, and then you've got a COVID creature taking over the pub fucking security gets involved his muscles come off and connect then to the covid creature and there's like a big brown hulk going around the city nice one <laughs> government nice one yeah fucking great didn't think that through did they uh, <laughs> i can I'm see it send, all happening i'm gonna send a letter to boris right now i'm gonna say send dear boris, schematics no, no brown beastly covid monsters please <laughs> keep them away especially <laughs> if they've got the strength of the hulk I mean that's that's just rubbish, and then it only takes him to get really angry. A Hulk with a human face or a human with a Hulk face? I think he's got a sort of COVID body, Hulk muscles, but bouncer face. <laughs> so he's just going to be winding everyone up because you know what bouncers yeah. are like. No, he's I just going to be walking around looking at people and going, "Sorry, you can't come in here." And you're like, "What do you want about? You don't even work here. I'm trying to get into the chip shop." They say that three people can go in. There's only two in there. He's there then with his COVID muscles going, nah, mate, you can't get in there. And then he just goes, and his mouth goes really big and COVID starts going into your face. And then you become one as well. So, yeah, definitely. God damn, Boris. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead, like. It's going to happen. For a moment there, the the connection quality dropped to poor. So, that was was good. Well... that's oh, that, that's like, the high the high quality equipment that uh, that the bar dudes are using. High quality uh, COVID networks. I reckon the media. They're trying to cut us off because they know that we've predicted what's going to happen. The yeah. government are trying to create a race of super COVID Hulk creatures, which they'll then send to Bosnia and Iraq, looking for weapons of mass destruction that aren't there, destroy all of Bosnia and Iraq. And then that's it. Then we move in and that becomes London part two. London part two. But then aliens come down. And because the aliens are unhappy with the progress that's been made so far, they decide to send an alien virus down like COVID, but a little bit different. Called Bovid. (laughs) And that turns people into green hulking masses. Then we end up with the whole race situation then, where it's... Well, you've got green hulks on one side with Bovid. You've got brown hulks on the other side with Covid. They come together, they have a fight, and then they end up, I don't know, for some reason, getting together. And then they're like, well, you know, this isn't so bad. They make love. Little egg pops out. Singular egg. Two weeks later, you've got a Bovid and a Covid that created Dovid. And then it's it's like a really muscly baby with big, cute anime-style eyes. (laughs) And everyone's like, ah, and it turns out that that's Jesus. And life starts all over again. And then, and then meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, all the ghosts that are flying around are going, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. Where's all the bins? I need my chicken. I need my chicken to keep my energy up. Fucking Loch Ness Monster. He's just strolling down the street. He doesn't care if anyone's taking uh, photos. The noobs is kicking off. It's literally Armageddon out there. It's 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 become it's become an absolute nightmare, hasn't it? Or it's going to become a nightmare. Oh. Sorry, it's oh, uh, it really is. Well, well, I think I think we stretched that out as much as we possibly could. It got interesting. It did. Yeah, and I'm like, pleased you discussed this legitimately. Me too. Well, I don't know what we'll plan for next time show. Couple of couple of new stories and a hot topic, but. Um, Mm. We'll be back with you all soon. Uh oh. Little, 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 little